From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Logan, Utah, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. Welcome to episode 41 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And once again, I am here with my co-host, Cody. How's it going, Cody? What 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 up, Jason? <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know. It's been a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> been a while. Cody, Cody forgot how to act. <laughs> like the first day of school all over again. All right. it, ha- it has been a while. I looked back on the past episodes. May 4th was our last episode, episode 40, where we remembered Disneyland's 50th anniversary with James, with Jellyfish James. So uh, it's been a busy couple weeks. I know last yeah. weekend, Cody and I were out of town, so we couldn't record. And then it just seems like the two weeks before that, just a lot of stuff going on. Um, it's the summertime, so... Uh, that may happen from time to time. I know I've got for the next month and a half, I've got baseball three to four times a night or a week uh, with the kid and got a couple trips planned. So, so we'll try to get the episodes in when we can. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Busy, busy time. Come September, it slows down again and hopefully we can get back to recording hopefully once a week. Yeah. But so how you been besides, uh, Oof, man, it's, I've been busy. Um, I work in the warehouse industry and surprisingly, I don't know, maybe not surprisingly, but since all of this COVID stuff has started, we have gotten crazy busy and we don't even offer what some people may consider essential items. We supply replacement parts for power tools and lawn care equipment we know we don't sell toilet paper hand sanitizer face masks anything like that just replacement parts for power tools and we as a company for about five weeks in a row every consecutive week was a record week for the company um and so we just kept getting busier and busier every day every week I mean, we were we were busting out the seams. I mean, it was getting to the point where we all we, we were experiencing the point where we were having too much work that could be done in an operating day. Mm. And so, yeah, things got really busy for me for a while the last few weeks as well. Um, things have kind of started to level out now, but they're still busy. This is our our busy time of year, anyways. Um, spring late spring early summer is like christmas for us because it's just the nature of our product you know no one buys our kind of product for christmas gifts so we don't see a spike in sales in december like a lot of other retail does winters are our slow period because nobody's doing lawn stuff and very few people are working on projects with power tools right because of 
weather conditions. So this is our busy time of year. And so we're seeing more normal numbers for that. But we've, we dealt with a bunch of crap with Amazon because Amazon started to change how they operated with all the COVID stuff going on. And, you know, there was someone at one of their warehouses on, on the East coast somewhere or the, uh, the mid East, not middle East on the other side of the world, but Midwest, I guess they call it Midwest. Yeah. (laughs) Midwest. Um, that had the COVID-19. And so Amazon kind of jacked us around quite a bit for about six weeks or so. Cause we, we work really closely with Amazon, but anyway, I've been busy. <laughs> yeah. Mine is just the opposite. We haven't really been busy at work. Um, but yeah, you were I, just uh, telling me that you're going to watch a new <laughs> Netflix show tomorrow at work. We're gonna, I'm going in on Saturday and working for free. We're going to start getting busy again next week. Things are going to are, are kind of getting back to normal um, uh, after this after the COVID thing. All all the attorneys and all everybody's they're all coming back to work. So we should we should be um, busier than we have been the last two and a half months. But still. I'll find some time to watch some Netflix shows. Um, the, the, the city as a whole, where I'm at, we're kind of, we're, we're getting back to a normal. Um, a lot of things are opening. Uh, my daughter went back to work last week. Um, still some restrictions on how many people certain places can have. Um, movie theaters are getting ready to start to open uh, with restrictions on, you know, how, how uh, close you can sit together, et cetera. But, uh, so we are, we are starting to get back to a little bit of normal. Um, and that's what we're kind of going to talk about tonight because since we recorded last time, a Disney park did open, uh, there's a light, uh, it's for, for some of the parks, it's a little smaller than others, but, uh, Shanghai did open on May 11th. Um, it was a, I think Shanghai was the first to close, obviously being where they are. Uh, they were kind of at the, I don't know if you call it the epicenter. Or I believe they call it the epicenter. Epicenter, the origin. So uh, they were one of the first ones to close. So it would make sense that they would be one of the first to open. Um, I haven't heard anything about Tokyo or Hong Kong, though, if they have any plans to open. I've been kind of, since we haven't been recording, I've been kind of out of the Disney loop. uh, Obviously um, I've been keeping up on the big news, but I I haven't been checking the blog every day or Facebook posts every day. Well, there's just Uh, not as much being shared right now in general, as far as Disney news goes. That is true. And a lot of it was uh, people on Facebook asking, uh, we talked about it before, asking questions that they could just Google themselves, but that's a whole nother show. Um, Those are the questions I hate the most. Yeah. I just hated during all this is there's always that one person at least once a week. I'd see it probably more than once a week, but at least once a week on one of the groups on Facebook, does anyone have any idea when Disney's going to open again? No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, Well, I saw one miss Disney as much as I do. Can't be possible. (laughs) I did see one. uh, A girl came on asking uh, how she gets a refund for her annual pass uh, because she wasn't quite sure what she needed to do. Um, And they that was back in April, right? I mean, you should have got an email. 
um, where yeah. you been, you know? And if not, contact Disney. They're contact Disney, the yeah. Most accurate information. Yeah. Get it directly from the horse's mouth. Random Disney Facebook page started by John in Massachusetts probably <laughs> isn't going to give you the right information. So, um, but yeah, so, so Shanghai, Shanghai opened, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of restrictions that, um, will more than likely be adopted by other parks when they open, especially with Walt Disney world having a plan to open, which will, we'll talk about next. Uh, so basically Shanghai opened. I'm pretty sure Shanghai was requiring people to wear masks. Yes, uh, that was and, a requirement. And they, I think they set up special disposable stations. When you were done with your mask, you can throw it away. Um, social distancing, uh, keeping, keeping away from other people. They limited things like there was no, I don't believe there was, um, I think there was character interactions, but, you, it wasn't all close and hugging. And I think you, you can, you could take a picture of them, but I think you had to be far apart, which doesn't make sense on why you'd want a picture anyways. Um, there was no parades. I don't believe, um, no fireworks and they were limiting, limiting the amount of people, uh, that could enter. I, I heard they were going at like a 30% or 20% capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard reports, nothing official from Shanghai Disney, but from what people have been noticing that seemingly week by week, they're increasing that capacity percentage. Okay. Now, Disney across the board in its theme parks has never released attendance numbers. They don't, they, you know, that's just not something that they put out there to the general public. They used to did back. They? Yeah. Cause I've seen attendance numbers for the seventies, early eighties. Okay. They just, must uh, I don't know now. I don't know when they stopped or if, maybe those attendance numbers were just guesses, but, um, I, I had seen some attendance numbers from back then, but yeah, you, yeah, I don't even know what, what they consider full capacity. I mean, people have guessed, but yeah, people guess what, you know, there's people out there that, um, are smart enough, right? That could guesstimate, right? What the appropriate capacity of Disney World or each individual theme park would be, yeah. And then what, however, thirty percent of that would be. But it's all, it's all a guess. I mean, obviously, well, there is a hard number that they have to know because if we have more people than this, we have to close the date, the gates because of safety reasons just like with building codes all buildings have a capacity right. for fire here, like that. in this article i'm here the disney was restricting it to 20 percent of their daily capacity or about sixteen thousand people it said um so if you can you can take you can do the math and you can figure out what their capacity is 16 uh, times five five yeah and that they said that was far below the level that was requested by the chinese government so so i I want to say the Chinese government threw out that 30% number and Disney said, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go with 20%. So if 16% is a rough estimate of what 20% capacity is, then full capacity would be roughly 80,000. And I have heard that now this, this 
article specifically is talking about Shanghai, mm-hmm. but I have heard that number thrown around for Disneyland is around that, that 80,000, okay. uh, 80,000 person Walt Disney world. I'm not sure with all the different parks. I'm not sure what, if each has their own or, um, so back on kind of topic, uh, Shanghai opened and I didn't hear, uh, anything too bad about it. I, I didn't, I didn't hear, uh, a, uh, a second wave hit in China because Disneyland opened. Um, so, uh, as far as I know, it was fairly successful. And like you said, you had heard or seen that as, as time gone on, cause it's been what three weeks since they opened, uh, just about, uh, that they have been kind of increasing the number of, um, guests that they allow in daily. Um, I don't know if any of the parades have come back or the fireworks show. Obviously you, if you're trying to social distance, uh, having parades and fireworks shows, water shows, et cetera, is not conducive to social distancing. Cause you're going to be crammed in very close. And especially where it's an outdoor of show event, like the parade and the firework, it'd be very hard to limit mm-hmm. how many people you allow to experience it. Right. Cause it's just out there in the open. And then what do you do with passerbyers? You right. Know? Right. You now can't I did here. see not at opening, but maybe a week later that they started doing live shows again. Okay. Um, in Shanghai and they were just kind of like a movie theater. They're just limiting the amount of people that are allowed to go in and watch that show. And then they're spacing them out. Right. Right. So with Shanghai being opened, uh, we got word, see, when was this article earlier in this week? I think that, uh, Disney world was actually presenting a plan to, um, the orange County economic recovery task force. I had to look that one up. It was actually on Wednesday, which was yesterday, I believe, because we're recording on May 28th, Thursday. So yeah, just yesterday they, they um, presented a plan to the task force on what their plans were to open up Walt Disney World. And it's very similar to what Shanghai did. Uh, Their their proposal is calling for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom to open on July 11th and Epcot and Hollywood Studios on July 15th. Uh, So a couple days apart. Uh, but some of the things that they're going to do, just like Shanghai, uh, face coverings will be required for any guest over the age of three. Um, that includes all the staff members also. Mandatory for all the staff members. Um, and C- Cody looked up the word I was looking for earlier. They are going to have relaxation zones where guests can take their mask off for a moment uh, to stop from overheating. Um, I know I, I had to wear a mask last week to go to my eye appointment and... 45 minutes was about enough. It was, was all I could take with wearing that mask. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I could do it for a full day, but we'll see if I, if I have to, how um, bad do you want to go to Disney? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, face coverings, it didn't say it had to be a mask as far as for, uh, guests, just some type of face covering. So I don't know if, uh, if they'll be allowing bandanas around the face or, as long as it covers your nose and your mouth, I don't know if they'll say, yeah, you're good to go or yeah, if how, how strict are they going to be right for a face covering? Right. 
Yeah. They still got a couple more weeks, uh, two more weeks until they plan to open. So maybe some of that will come out as far as, uh, what those masks need to look at, uh, look, look like, um, there's uh, just like Shanghai, there's going to be no parades or fireworks uh, for right now because those obviously draw tightly packed crowds and they don't want they don't want that right now. Um, there's n- temperature checks are going to be mandatory upon entry. So if you've got a high temperature, they're not going to let you in. Um, as long as you're at a normal temperature range, then you should be good to go. Um, and that's for staff and guests. Uh, guests will get theirs checked every day, I believe before starting work. Uh, and then they're also advising you, Hey, if you don't feel good, don't show up. Um, food purchases are going to be contactless and they're going to prefer it to be cash, uh, cash free. So with a card, um, kind of like contactless with a lot of the restaurants I know around here are doing it. Um, we ordered, where do we order? We ordered it from a pizza place around here. One of the options was they'll just leave it at your door. Mm-hmm. And then drive away. So we just wanted to try it because we had never tried it. And she left it at the door. She went out to her car. She texted, hey, your food's on your doorstep. And she drove away. So so it worked pretty good. Um, meet and greets are going to be canceled. Uh, the characters will still be out and about. But you're not going to be allowed to interact with them unless it's from a safe social distance. No selfies, no hugs. Uh, no makeover experiences in Cinderella's castle, it says. Um, a, which we're, Cody mentioned this earlier, or we were talking about a social distance squad will be out engaging with guests. Uh, did you, you said you had read some stuff about this new squad, if you wanted to talk about that. So I imagine that this is probably a way for them to bring back cast members that jobs otherwise would not be utilized right now because of what's going on. Maybe the ones that were in the parades and maybe, you know, just to help bring some people back and keep people employed. Cause I doubt they're going to do odd quote unquote auditions. They're not going to do a hiring hall for these. They're just going to bring back people that they already know and trust that have been vetted already. So probably just people that don't, wouldn't be able to do their normal job. They're going to be this new, social distancing squad because squad makes them sound cool and hip and friendly and they want to be your friend. They're going to help you make sure you stay six feet apart from your other people. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently they're already, they already have it in place at Disney Springs, which opened on May 20th. Maybe that's where I was telling you about the video that I saw where the two cast members were dancing around talking about washing your hands. So, um, we'll, we'll see. Uh, they're, they're, uh, you, you remember that kid in school that always followed the rules and you just, you hated him because he was, he was, just, he was usually the hall monitor. Yeah. So the, <laughs> these are the new hall. These are Disney hall. Monitors, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. And they says they placed a bunch of signs around that say, help us protect the magic. So, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's good. They're bringing, their cast members back. Um, yeah. And this isn't going to last forever, but it, it's, it's, it's a way for them to reopen. So I'm all, and there, and I'm all, I'm all for it. Just to help the guests adjust to the way that things are going to be done. Yeah. For the next little while. Cause there's going to be a bunch of unfamiliar signs, things on the ground that you have to pay attention to stand here. Don't stand here. 
the lines are going to work differently. So these people are probably just going to be there to assist with that. If you have questions, Hey, what's the best way to, to go about getting food for this place? Or how does this line work? You, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. definitely. It makes me wonder though, water fountains, are those going to be closed? Uh, I would, like I would say just bend over, push the button and take a drink from, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of yeah. It doesn't mention it here, but I'm a, I'm assuming that but that would be a hard, no, Couldn't that would be. be no waterfall or no but water. There'd have to be someone standing there and sanitizing it after every use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll have, they'll probably have them covered, uh, with some type of probably, uh, covering. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously covered with a covering, but, <laughs> <laughs> so uh the next thing there just like shanghai the capacity is going to be reduced uh, the number of guests in the park will be lowered during the first phase of the opening uh and as well as on the attractions yeah you won't have full capacity on any of the attractions on any of the methods of transportation on any restaurants or the retail stores they're going to limit that and then as as time goes on they'll they'll loosen the restrictions until hopefully soon it's back to what I called normal because uh, I'm tired of the word or the phrase our new normal. Uh, I don't want our new normal. I want normal. So, um, but they got to do what they got to do. Uh, there's going to be a new reservation system in place. Uh, they're going to manage attendance through a theme park reservation system and guests will have to plan and reserve their tickets in advance. It says they're temporarily pausing any new ticket sales and any Disney resort reservations so they can focus on the guests that had existing reservations or existing tickets, um, existing tickets and annual existing ticket holders and annual pass holders are going to be able to make reservation requests in phases before new tickets are sold. Uh, so they're going to reach out to those guests first and then they'll start opening it. Sounds like to others that, uh, are new, new, uh, I don't want to say new ticket holders, but are, are, just planning a trip and buying, buying tickets now. So, uh, give the, give the people a chance who had tickets already. Uh, any interactive play areas will not open, um, during the first phase and water effects will be limited or limited or eliminated during this first phase. Um, so water effects, I, I'm, I'm assuming anything that involves like a water show or, I didn't, I don't know if your uh, water fountains fall into water effects or not, but <laughs> depends on how uh, high it gets. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what, what Walt, Walt Disney world is proposing. And as far as I know, uh, I haven't heard any feedback that says the, the task force or the commission isn't, um, isn't up to what they're planning or, or if they have to make any changes. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll hear in the next two weeks on on any of that um i did see something and i don't know it's just something i saw going around on the internet i didn't see anything from the horse's mouth or anything but i did see some youtuber say that the governor of florida basically said whatever disney world proposed to them they were going to approve okay so they 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 figured disney disney did their job they did their due diligence and whatever they propose would be safe enough for them. So, uh, and then you had mentioned, um, on the Disney parks blog, they had the reservations update, which 
some of it is kind of, I already mentioned they were doing, they were pausing new ticket sales uh, and new Disney hotel reservations so they could focus on the existing ones. Uh, dining and experiences are going to change. Obviously, uh, you're not going to be able to have uh, as many people in the restaurant. They're going to cancel any uh, behind the scenes tours, I, I guess. I don't know. Do they have something like walking with uh, or, you know, the footsteps tour in Disneyland? Does Disney World have similar stuff? I mean, I know they have tons of tours, more so than Disneyland does, especially. Okay. Somebody, oh, it's a, it says here they're canceling all existing going on outside. You what? I have fireworks going on outside. Oh, I can't hear them. It's not even 4th of July. No, it's not even Pioneer Day. <laughs> it's nothing. It's May 28th. <laughs> wow. Well, sorry. It was, you, can uh, go out, you can go out and watch them later. Oh, what I was saying is they're going to cancel all existing dining reservations and experience experience bookings, including Disney dining plans through the end of this year. Um, so wow. you won't be able to make any of those reservations until 2021. Um, they're going to shift their 180 day booking window to a 60 day booking window for dining and experience bookings going forward. Wow. So, yeah. And then you talked about fast pass, uh, the fast fast service is going to be suspended for the time being as they plan to use that additional queue space to manage the capacity at the attractions and maintain any physical distancing. So uh, no fast pass for a while um, until they move into other phases. And you know, if they're limiting the capacity by that much, you're not going to need the, fast you're not going to, yeah, you're not going to need it. If yeah, go off of what Shanghai was doing. If you know, they're only allowing 16,000 people in when normally it'd be, you know, 60, 70, 80,000. You're not going to, you're not going to be in long lines anyway. It's going to so. feel like the park is empty. I yeah, mean, 16,000 exactly. sounds like a lot, but you're, you're not going to hear it. Yeah. You're yeah. not, you're not going to see those people. No, no. I would, I would love to go to Disneyland with only 16,000 people. That'd oh, be awesome. Probably, that's probably <laughs> When people were saying last summer that Disneyland was dead, yeah, you know that no one was coming to Galaxy's Edge, yeah, you know, when it right after it first opened, I guarantee you they had more than sixteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably went a few times when I was younger during the off season where there was probably sixteen thousand people or less, but uh, probably was- when there was more of a definitive off season. Right. Yeah. That was, that was in the eighties and nineties. So um, back when they put out capacity numbers, (laughs) numbers. back when I think, I think in 91 or 92, I think I paid $25 for a ticket to get in. So, um, which brings us into, um, Disneyland. I'm assuming that a lot of the stuff they're doing at Walt Disney world will then be applied to Disneyland. Um, I haven't heard of any uh, date that they're trying to open. I know California has a um, a stage system where they're reopening, and it's and they're talking about Disneyland and other California theme parks can reopen in stage three. That's what and they're, they're currently saying. in stage two. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. But they just recently, like within the last maybe two weeks, entered 
phase or stage two. Right, right. Uh, their governor, Gavin Newsom, it's actually a four-stage, says it's a four-stage roadmap for reopening the state's economy and theme parks fall in stage three, which would include Disneyland, Universal Studios, Hollywood, Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, SeaWorld, uh, Legoland, and other maybe smaller theme parks. Um, and obviously, if things start to spike again in California, you know, stage three may be postponed, but they're, uh, they're not talking like a year away. It says it's not even six months away. It could be less than a month away. Uh, they just They just don't know. Um, so whenever that stage three hits, um, I'm sure Disney will put something out, um, saying, Hey, we're going to open on this date. And, uh, these are the, these are the restrictions or the guidelines that we're going to put in place, but I would be willing to bet any amount of money that it'll be very similar to what, um, yeah, Disney world is doing and what, Mm -hmm. uh, Shanghai did earlier in the month. Uh, so that would get open the the two U.S. theme parks. I haven't seen any updates on Paris, Tokyo, Hong Kong. Um, so I, I would assume those closed before ours did. So I, I would think they'd be opening soon. I'll have to do some research maybe this weekend to see. Uh, I know Paris, France in general was hit pretty hard. Um so obviously that could affect that, but, uh, France was going through a rough time before all this anyway. Right. Right. Paris specifically. Yep. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what, what the date is hopefully soon or a proposed date. Um, you don't have any trips planned to Disneyland this year, did you? Or as of right now, I know you had two trips canceled. You did, but you, you, you didn't have anything from now until the end of the year. No, because uh, I, I figured my one time I was uh, you. Now that I live as far away as I do, if I can go once a year, I'm counting myself lucky, and I don't overly strive to go for more than once a year, just because with work and other responsibilities, it's just too difficult to try to go more than once a year with as far away as I am now. So I was supposed to go in March, literally five days after they ended up closing. <laughs> right. We looked it up. They announced on uh, what March 13th. 13th that they were closing. And then that on that day, they announced that their last operating day would be March 14th. So um, yeah, you were, you were less than a week from getting, and then I know you guys made another plan to go in April. Cause originally it was Mar- uh, it was closed up until March 31st and they're going to re reevaluate it. So right. you guys had something planned for mid-April, mid-April, and they end up end up saying that nope, we're staying closed for the foreseeable future. They didn't have a uh, a date point, when they would open. Give any date because right. they knew it was going to be until further notice. Right. right. So, I know James has his trip planned in August, I think, because he's got tickets to the Star Wars thing. Yeah, that Star Wars. Uh, after dark event after dark and now uh, who knows if when they actually do open if they if they cancel that event if they even have it right Uh, I mean if because it's a hard ticketed event so it's a limited capacity anyway so the amount of tickets sold are still underneath whatever capacity threshold that they're trying to maintain they should be able to do it still allow it to operate 
just with the proper social distancing and stuff in place. So it's possible that if they're open by that time, right. And however many tickets they sold are within their capacity threshold. It's, it's likely. Right. But right now it's hard to say, cause we don't know what any of that looks like right now. Exactly. Exactly. Now, so I know I did talk ahead. to James and, and maybe we talked about it when he was here recording with us, or I don't know if I was texting him separately, but um, I would, you know, not immediately after they open, maybe give it a month, maybe even two months to three. Once things kind of start to normalize a little bit and they start opening things up a little bit, maybe some of the restrictions start to back off. I would be willing to spend the extra money to fly down for the, you know, just an average weekend. Right. Fly all the way down to California on a Friday night, spend Saturday, all day Saturday at Disneyland and half the day Sunday and, and then fly home Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have anything planned this year anyways. So it's like none of this actually hurt my, any of my travel plans. Um, I think what hurt the most is I was five days away from my trip. <laughs> you were almost there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, cause the announcement came out on a Thursday that Friday would be their last operating day. Right. That very next day. And that following Wednesday was supposed to be my first day at the park. And cause we just kept getting closer and closer to our trip and the situation kept getting worse and worse. And we were like, man, it is not looking good. <laughs> and we, we were hoping and we were praying like, please, please, please put it oh. off one more week. Yeah. But no. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, out for us. I know it's, it's mixed on uh, what I've seen on social media posting about people saying, yeah, I'm going to be there the first day they open or, you know, I'm waiting, like you said, uh, a couple of months till they, till things kind of calm, calm down a little more. Uh, hopefully by the time we end up going, which I'm, I'm hoping is sometime in 2021, um, we'll be, uh, we'll be going to a Disneyland that we remember. Uh, now I'm still slated to go to Disney world in February of this coming year in 2021. Yeah. Um, I talked to my Disney travel, guide today just to see if maybe he had any insider information that he could share or what his thoughts were about proceeding and planning our our vacation and he says somewhere uh mid to late june of this year so next month disney world should open up all the dates for 2021 and their vacation packages so you could then plan a trip Cause right now you can't book a trip for 2021. Right. Not until they open those dates up on the calendar next month. He said at that point, you pretty much just book like normal. Now, as of right now, we wouldn't be able to do dining or fast passes or anything like that, or at least dining until 60 days rather than 180 days. If this new system is still in place that far down the road, closer to the, you know, end of the year in December, basically when we would be 60 days out from February. 
So, but at that point, we'll just book like normal and then just hope that the overall uh, nationwide and global pandemic has is not as bad and that some of the restrictions have loosened at, at Disney parks and maybe at that point face masks won't be required. Even that would make a really big difference in right. the experience, I think. Like I could go without character meet and greets. You know, like, yeah, those are fun. And especially if you're going with people that have never been, it's like, well, you got to get your picture with Mickey Mouse, right? But that's not a make or break, I think, for most, especially adults. So, you know, but I would see a lot of people just not wanting to deal with the hassle of wearing a face mask for 12 plus hours a day. Hours, yeah. And they're hitting the relaxation zones every once in a while. Well, and the thing is with that, it's like, I don't know where they plan on putting them. They've probably got tons of unused buildings that they can turn into these relaxation zones. Yeah. They're going to have to be limited capacity. You're going to have to stay six feet away from other parties. And then because it's a mask free zone, how many people can you put in there to begin with to where it can still be considered safe? What are, what are the guidelines on that? CDC hasn't recommended anything for a, open air, you know, guideline, you know, and unless it's not enclosed, maybe it's an outdoor area, a smoking area. Just this area is designated for no mask usage, no mask, mask, but you can't make sure you don't cough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, What happens if you just get a tickle in your throat? You (laughs) might get punched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we went, we went out to dinner, uh, the other night, uh, or it was last week, actually, one of the restaurants you're able to go into, and uh, I was eating something, and it kind of got stuck. So I went to drink a bit of water, didn't work. So I was like, "Well, I need to cough." And but then I was like, "Well, if I start coughing, you know, these people around me are gonna look at me like, hey, you got the corona, you need to get out.'" Uh, no kidding. So I kind of coughed into my shirt, and uh, <laughs> kind of when you're at you and you're at Walmart, and you got to sneeze, and you're like, "Oh crap, I can't sneeze because." the mob's going to get me. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it'll be, um, it'll be good to get back to, uh, where things are open and we can talk about more things rather than just <laughs> the effects of the coronavirus. Cause I'm tired of it. Uh, yeah. And then hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we'll hear, we'll hear something soon about the other parks, like I said, and Disney cruises. And, um, uh, for me, uh, baseball, getting back for you hockey yeah uh, hopefully it doesn't affect the football season which is a couple months away so far it, I mean, it like the football is going to kind of go untouched yeah yeah i'm, I'm you know there's there's hope uh baseball is going to be a shortened season obviously nba and hockey got cut short i know hockey ended their regular season they're going to have a playoffs uh, i haven't heard anything about basketball um so we'll see um so yeah, we're, uh, we're, I guess you could say we're on the downhill and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully in a, not a, a second wave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not comparing it to the flu, but you know, the flu comes back every year, even with vaccines. So, uh, when they do get a vaccine for this, if yeah, when they do, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get it. You know, it'll, it'll kind of be like that, like that seasonal thing. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think once it kind of becomes maintained, for lack of a better word, 
right um, in a similar fashion to the way we've maintained the flu right you have the vaccine it's your choice whether you get it or not don't get it um and then because even with the vaccine it's not foolproof. Some people can get the vaccine yeah. and still get the flu. Yeah. People, people, not that I've known personally, but I, you know, I've seen people get the vaccine, get the flu and then still die. So yeah. Yeah, obviously they had some other, probably other uh, health conditions that, that affected that. But uh, yeah, it's not foolproof. Um, right. So, I mean, eventually it'll probably just be an, another flu like thing that we deal with. Right. Probably on a yearly basis because people die every year from the flu and it goes largely unreported. Right. Right. By the mass I mean, media. You see, you see the, the CDC put out numbers and stuff, you know, this, sometimes this flu season is worse than other flu seasons or they're predicting this flu season is not going to be as bad or et cetera, right. et cetera. So, so yeah, we'll get we'll get back to some normal news stations talking about the flu like they're talking about the coronavirus. Right, right, right. And once there's a vaccine that comes out, I think the coronavirus will turn into like another flu. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's still affecting some things though because I know here in here in Cheyenne we have this thing called Frontier Days every July. It's the last full like 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 the last ten days of July or something and. Um, this year was the first time that it's ever been, they just canceled it earlier this week, which was a pretty big deal. Uh, and it's the first time it's been canceled in its 124 year history. Wow. So, um, a lot of, it, I mean, it, it affects, I've heard anywhere from it affecting the economy, like taking 25 to $30 million out of the economy just for those 10 days. Uh, cause obviously <laughs> restaurants, restaurants won't be getting the business. Hotels won't be getting that. I mean, around that time, you, you don't, you won't find a hotel room, in the city of Cheyenne and even in, you know, possibly going to Laramie or down to Fort Collins in Colorado. Uh, cause there, there's just so many people here. Does, does that event take place in Cheyenne? Is it held in Cheyenne? Yeah. Yeah. It's held in Cheyenne. Uh, pretty much all the, all the radios and outdoor events like that around Wyoming have been canceled for the year. There were six of them, like one in Laramie, one in uh, Casper. Um, they were, they were canceled on what's today, Thursday, I think yesterday, just yesterday, Wednesday. And that includes, I mean, there's concerts to go along with that, that some of the yeah. acts had, some of the acts had already backed out anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, now you got people who bought tickets, et cetera, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a fairly big deal. Um, right. I mean, just like, I mean, every state has their, or had their, uh, things that were canceled or et cetera. But, uh, so yeah, next year it'll be back hopefully. Uh, well, I don't, I don't want to say hopefully it, it's kind of, it's, I was sad to see it canceled for Cheyenne, but, uh, during those 10 days, I don't even like to go out on the streets cause there's just so many, so many people and, uh, a lot of them don't know how to drive and, uh, people coming from all over the country and even, I mean, out of, out of the country, people come in. It's just, uh, it's just a busy time. So I, I, I was sad to see it cancel for the financial purposes of, you know, the business around here, but, uh, I will enjoy the last 10 days of July without all the people. So, um, but that's all, that's all I got to talk about tonight. Cody, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to bring up. Um, uh, Disney related. 
not Disney related. Um, oh, I don't. I don't even know. It's been. It's just. It's been kind of weird. A weird year. A very very weird year. Yeah. So I mean, we're just kind of day by day, week by week, month by month. Things are constantly changing. Um, I mean, I have no doubt that as, as much as we may not like it, and this isn't necessarily just related to Disney, but I just think overall we're, we're going to see a new normal. Oh, I hate that phrase. I hate um, that phrase. I know, but I just, <laughs> because of what this has turned into and the measures right. that everyone went because of all of this there's no way that we're going to go back to the way things were just keep Not your distance from people and wash your hands. There you go. Yeah. I get, I will try. I'll trust me. I get it. I hear and, you. And make sure you walk the right way in Walmart. Cause if you go the wrong way, you could be spreading the coronavirus. Yeah. I don't know if you've got the little arrows on your Walmart out there. Yeah, but do, you, nobody, do you have a Walmart? To them. They don't, they don't. They have them at all the stores here and <laughs> Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, I, where I'm at in Utah, it was, so Utah, it, it's kind of like the stage or the phase reopening system, but they've got like these four color like zones, um, like red, it's like red, orange, yellow, it green from like red is obviously the worst green is right. what they call the new normal where I live. Logan is in a valley called Cache Valley, C-A-C-H-E, like the cache on your computer, Cache Valley. And Cache Valley in Utah was the first area in Utah that moved into the green zone. Okay. So Cache Valley throughout all of this has been very fortunate or lucky because and, and maybe I haven't felt the repercussions like some people have because I've been working throughout it all and my work hasn't really changed at all. I've gotten busier, so it's kind of distracted me partially from it. But I don't feel like our town's really been affected by it at all. Like, they had people outside of the grocery stores monitoring how many people came in and how many people came out. But it's such a small town and there's enough grocery stores that they were never hitting their capacity. So it's not like you had to wait to go into the grocery store. Right. You know, some of the retail shops closed like Kohl's, you know, old Navy, things like that. You know, um, the movie theaters, the hair salons, things like that closed for about a month. But other than that, the restaurants, you know, those definitely closed and, uh, or we're only doing curbside or delivery, things like that. So that was something that we had to adjust to, but that was the extent of it for right. us here, you know? Yeah. I'm looking at your numbers in your County. Uh, you had actually zero deaths. It says, yeah. Uh, 30, uh, 77 confirmed 39 recovered overall. Utah had 97 deaths with, uh, about 8,200 confirmed and almost 5,000 recovered. So, um, yeah, you, you, we had, I mean, Wyoming, we pretty much social distance anyways, the way the cities are laid out. I mean, uh, we had 12 deaths in the state, wow. uh, eight, 813 were confirmed that had it and 556 recovered. 
in the county we live in, we had two deaths, but one of those deaths, I don't, I don't think we should get credit for it because it was a guy who was, his residence was here, but he was in a senior home down in Colorado when he passed away. Um, so, so it's counted as a Wyoming death. It's counting as a Wyoming, yeah, because his residence was here. <laughs> so he didn't die in the state. He didn't die in the state. He was nowhere in the county. Um, so uh, I think I, I think our worst area was Fremont County. They had six people die there, and I think that they all came from a from a senior home that it that it spread around to. So, uh, uh, are you able to see what the numbers look like in just the state of Montana? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does it say for Montana? Is it lower than Wyoming? No, 17 deaths, uh, 479 confirmed with 441 of those recovered. Interesting. Cause I once heard, and I have absolutely no idea how true it is because I think I heard it from a, a, a river guide on a river thing that I did years ago, but it, for whatever reason it stuck with me and I've always remembered it. And I've told people this same little tidbit or f- quote unquote fact without even knowing if it is fact. But I once heard that there are more people or there's more people in Salt Lake city, Utah than in the entire state of Montana. I I would probably, I, you could probably say that about the state of Wyoming. I know that. Um, let me see. So I was just wondering if their numbers were, were low. Right that few people there but well you've got oh this this only lists salt lake city it doesn't count the surrounding area because montana population is uh i just looked it up 1.06 million in montana hmm. so wyoming so the entire salt lake valley maybe not salt lake city proper but right. the entire salt lake valley there's probably more than 1.6 million Definitely in the Vegas Valley. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I looked that up one time. Yeah, Salt Lake City Valley population. It won't come up. But like Wyoming, for instance, we have about 580,000 people in our state. So, um, wow. And we were, I think the only, the only state that had less than us, I think was Alaska. They had 10 deaths. And then I think then you, then you, I think threw in Guam and somebody else and they had like five or six. So, um, so yeah, we were, we as a as a state, generally are socially distanced, anyways. Just because, I mean, we drive out of Cheyenne, and you're not you're not like we, California. You drive out of one city, you're in another. It's not like that here. You drive out of Cheyenne, and you're in the county, and then you're you're in nowhere until you get to the next city. So, I mean, because you guys don't really have any like metropolitan areas, do you? I mean, Cheyenne's the biggest, the biggest city in the state. You got Cheyenne, you got Casper, you got Laramie. Those are probably the three, three of the the biggest. And we're the, we've, I think we've got 60,000 people in our city. So, <laughs> I mean, there's days where there's more people in Disneyland than in the, in the city of Cheyenne. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. So that's good sometimes, bad sometimes, but yeah. So, so back to Disney. Uh, that's all I got for today. That's, that's what I've got for today. That's it. Well, let, let me, uh, let me share some of our uh, social media stuff before we get out of here for the night. Cause I know you got to probably be to work early. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, uh, like to hang out on Facebook, you can find us there at talking Disney podcast. 
over on Twitter. We're at Talking Disney. On Instagram, at Talking Disney Podcast. Uh, you can email us at Talking Disney Pod or email us, Talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find all of our shows on our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com, as well as many of the streaming services out there like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, et cetera, et cetera. All the, uh, all the popular ones you should be able to find us on. And if you don't find us on there, let me know and I will get us added to it. Uh, I know I've been slacking the last couple weeks on social media posting, just like I've been, we've been slacking on the show. It's just been a busy week, but, uh, or busy three weeks. Uh, but I will uh, try to remedy that in the next uh, couple of days. Um, get some stuff out there for you. So if you do like to visit us, you'll have something to look at or read. Um, no idea what we're going to talk about next episode, episode 42. We'll figure it out this week. Um, uh, but hopefully we'll be able to get something out to you next week. Um, any last, uh, last second stuff or last uh, minute stuff there, Cody? No, I've said that all I've got to say. All right. Well, uh, thanks for, uh, Thanks for checking us out. I know I got a text from James the other day. Hey, when are you guys going to do another podcast? I need, I need something to listen to at work. So here you go, James. Uh, <laughs> here was your podcast. Um, and uh, for the rest of you out there, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, taking time out of whatever you're doing during the day, whether that's uh, you're at work or you're in your car or sitting in your living room. Um, we appreciate it. Um, and that's all I got. Last chance, Cody. That's it. All right. Well, uh, we will see you soon, hopefully, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, What time is that, Minnie? Oh, (laughs) Goofy? Oh. Oh. Now Now it's time time to say say goodnight. To all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Be careful getting home.